As we sing this song of praise to you, God, we're making a declaration that you alone, God, have authority in our life. The enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy has no power, no authority over our lives because we belong to Jesus. And those that belong to Jesus this morning claim and say, God, you reign in our lives, God. You alone are worthy in our lives, Jesus. Come, have your way in our minds, in our lives. In our families, God, at our workplace, Jesus, you alone deserve the first place in our lives. And just as the disciple John said, he must increase and I must decrease. And so, Lord Jesus, we just say you must increase in our lives, in our families, God, and we must decrease. That the enemy has no hold against our lives. But Jesus alone, our Savior, our Messiah, has complete control over our lives. So, Lord, we relinquish control. We let go, God. We let you in. God, may you reign in our lives. Jesus, reign in our lives. God. Let this song continually keep playing into our families, into our lives, till the very last breath that we breathe, God. Let these words remain faithful and true into our lives, Jesus, that you alone reign until we see you face to face. In Jesus' name, amen.
Lord, just help us to turn our eyes upon you right now as we focus on you and just uh, look at the sacrifice you made on our behalf. You may be seated. Good morning, church. My name is Mike. Welcome to those of you that are online with us. This is the time in our service where we take communion, Eucharist, Lord's Supper, however you grew up phrasing it. It's a joyful time. It's a sorrowful time. It's, uh, it's a time to uh, just to reflect on God's goodness by sending his son Jesus. Jesus instituted this time during celebration of the Passover. And it's uh, interesting if you get time to look at the significance between the Passover and the Old Testament and what he calls the new covenant. First Timothy 2.5 says, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus who gave himself as a ransom for all. The word ransom means a sum of money or other payment demanded for the release of a prisoner. So that, that tells us a couple things there. It tells us we were prisoners. We were, uh, we were prisoners before God freed us through his son, Jesus. We were slaves. But it also tells us that he paid a ransom that he loves us so much. Because, you know, you wouldn't pay a ransom for somebody you didn't care about, would you? I think if my family got a call and somebody demanded $100,000 for me, you know, they might have to think about that a little bit. But, but he, paid a, he paid a ransom for all of us and uh, gave his life freely. He says uh, in Ephesians 2, 1, and you were dead in your trespasses and sin in which you walked. We were dead. We were hopeless. We were powerless before he came, right? But the good news is Ephesians 2, 5. But God, being rich in mercy because of the great love which he had for us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you've been saved and raised up with him and seated with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So as Jesus was taking the matzah bread back there, the unleavened bread, which means significant for no sin, and he took the cup that signified his blood that covers our sin. We remember that at this time. First Corinthians tells us to take this time seriously. There's a couple things. Don't eat or drink in an unworthy manner. So we're to examine ourselves, to confess sin, and then enter the celebration with humility. Let's uh, pray together, if you'd stand with me. Dear Lord, we are eternally grateful, Lord. We're grateful for your sacrifice. We're grateful that you paid our ransom, Lord. We were helpless, and we just uh, recall that at this time, Lord, with our hearts. We give joy, give thanks to you, Lord, and uh, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen. You may eat and drink. Galilee 